Canada's news talk and information station. News Talk Well, like it this morning, your news talk and information station. I told you we'd have VCOM in here, by the way, and uh, Scott's sitting in the room, so I will thank him for setting this up as uh, you guys usually come on a Friday. But uh, welcome in Dr. Pearson, Dr. Carter. Good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. How are y'all? Doing well. Uh, did y'all have to, did he twist your arm in order to get you here? Is that how that worked? Or, <laughs> y'all, or, or did y'all miss a meeting? So y'all got volunteered to be. We cut a deal. <laughs> <laughs> I know that we're, uh, we're going to talk about uh, anatomical science, and I guess I, I have to say right away, uh, the big question for those of us that are nowhere involved with VCOM whatsoever, let's walk us through what it is and, and how you guys are involved. All right. So what it is, maybe we should start with why it's important. Why, why it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So every time you go to the doctor, they're touching you, they're examining you, they're feeling what's going on. And they need to know what they're interrogating. Right? Mm-hmm. So anatomy, I like to think of anatomy as the nouns of medicine, physiology as the verbs. Okay. So it's the language, the landscape of the human body, and, and these guys need to be trained to understand it, to work with it, to intervene when things are injured or where there's pain or whatever else. So that's why we do it. And how we do it is uh, a lot of teaching <laughs> in the lecture hall, but most importantly in uh, the laboratory with cadaveric dissection. Mm. Uh, Dr. Carter, your role as far as uh, what you do at the, at the college? Oh, I just wanted to add that we, we don't call it just anatomy. We call it anatomical science right. because it typically also includes embryology and histology as well. So mm-hmm. gross anatomy, a lot of people laugh and and. They think they understand what gross means, but gross actually means macroscopic, so Mm -hmm. the structure of the human body that you can actually see. And then histology is more of the microscopic study of of human tissues and, and kind of anatomy at the cellular level. Mm-hmm. Which is both handled in the classroom and also in the lab, as as, as you guys discussed. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'd be remiss to say I do have to ask each of you your, your roles within within the college. Oh well, I'm uh, I'm associate professor of mm-hmm. anatomical sciences, so uh, I teach. In addition to clinical anatomy, I teach uh, embryology and some of the histology at VCOM. Yes, and I'm uh, a, a colleague and chair of the anatomy, but we work together as a team. So I teach gross anatomy and neuroanatomy and engage in, in scientific research as well. We'll talk more about this here momentarily as we're talking about anatomical sciences and what takes place at VCOM. We'll talk about the role that it plays towards the students and what they can use it in. That's coming up next. Albert Opelika this morning, your News Talk and Information Station. This is News Talk WANI broadcast service of Auburn Network Incorporated. Merry Christmas from Auburn Opelika's News Talk and Information Station. Like it this morning, your news talk and information station, talking with Dr. Carter as well as Dr. Pearson. We're talking VCOM and talking about anatomical sciences. Uh, typically, is this when it comes to anatomical sciences, when they're going through the process of VCOM, are every student going to have to be involved in it at some point or another? Yes, all the first-year students okay. uh, engage in anatomical sciences, and specifically in gross anatomy, they do a full body dissection in our uh, cadaver lab. Okay. That begins in October and goes through uh, May. No, actually goes through no, actually, August <laughs> or yeah. September. Yeah, for a full year. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, where do they go as far as the students um, 
Is this this one of those things where, because I've talked to some students that that Scott has brought in before, how they start focusing maybe a little bit later on, and, and where you know what side of medicine they would like to go in. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as this is concerned, what are what are some of the fields that they're looking to go in when they fall in love with anatomical sciences if they do it in year one and then move from there? Well, I'd say definitely the ones that get most excited about. Um, cadaveric dissection are the what we call surgeon wannabes. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, there are lots and lots of different surgical fields, uh, everything from obstetrics and gynecology to general surgery. We always have a lot of students who are very interested in, in orthopedics. But I do want to stress that we are uh, a school of osteopathic medicine, mm-hmm. so our students get a doctor of, of osteopathy and um Having having studied and taught uh, in both allopathic and osteopathic medical schools, I've always been really impressed that uh, human anatomy is the foundation not not just to uh, treating patients but even diagnosing. It's a very hands-on discipline. And of course, I'm not a DO, and I I, I don't want to cross the line because it's not my expertise, but. Um, my experience at osteopathic medical schools is that anatomy is critically important to all of the physicians we're going to graduate because uh, even those who practice osteopathic manipulative medicine uh, need to know human anatomy, gross human anatomy, very, very well. When they come into the program, um, are, are they sat down and, and, and expectations uh, kind of laid out for them, or do they come in wide-eyed, bushy-tailed, not really knowing what they're getting into, and then all of a sudden uh, they, you know, they're brought into a room and there's cadavers in there that they're having to work on and everything else? I, I'd, I'd be interested to, to know kind of their thought process behind that. I think every student that thinks about going into medical school and knows that they'll be in the anatomy lab. Mm-hmm. It is, it's is—it's been called a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, and it is part ritual, but it's most importantly really essential knowledge to the practice of medicine. But I, I really haven't met a student that was caught off guard about the fact that they were <laughs> going to be involved in cadaveric dissection. That said, it is still a little bit of a, of a shock mm-hmm. for some of the students and some of the students, you know, if they've lost loved ones or whatever, it can be it can be a, a challenging setting. Mm-hmm. And so as the faculty, we're not only there to help teach them, but also to help, you know, care for them, to help walk them through uh, these challenges and prepare them to engage the suffering of others as well. You mentioned some of the uh, quote-unquote surgeon wannabes that, that, uh, that come in and get involved in it whatsoever. Um, how, how many of them are, are, are coming in and they're just the, they're, they want the nose in the book and they want to learn as much as possible? How many of them are, had rather, much rather do the hands-on uh, manipulations? Oh, at an osteopathic school, I would say 100% of them um, out of the starting gate. They're, they're very engaged uh, they're very excited. That's one of the most special things about teaching medical students in their their very first year of medical school is they're they're uh, as we like to say bright eyed and bushy tailed. They mm-hmm. uh, they did they're just um, they know that that they are blessed with uh, having a very unique experience um, being being able to come in the cadaver lab and they're. They're very excited. And, and I also want to add that there are a lot of schools in the United States that are switching to virtual anatomy so that they have um, students uh, 
they don't have a, a cadaver dissection laboratory. They they have the students learn anatomy on, on computer programs. And I know that I've heard a lot of students say they particularly want to come to schools like VCOM Auburn because we have that very special experience for them, that hands-on opportunity to uh, dissect and learn from actual uh, human donors. Oh, I completely agree with that. I mean, I think that's invaluable with any business. We say that with the ones that uh, even want to intern with us, and it's like, well, where have you been in the studio? Have you done anything? They're like, no, I've just lit. And I'm like, mm, you got to get in here, and you got to actually work with the stuff so you can see what goes on. Talking with VCOM as we talk uh, we talk anatomy here. Auburn Opelika this morning, your news talk and information station. We'll wrap things up momentarily. Merry Christmas from Auburn Opelika's News Talk and Information Station. W-A-N-I. This is Auburn Opelika This Morning with Ben Taylor. News Talk, W-A-N-I. Final segment, Auburn Opelika This Morning, your News Talk and Information Station. We're talking VCOM. Uh, I will ask uh, Dr. Carter, Dr. Pearson, join me uh, in studio as uh, and you'd mention this, Dr. Pearson, and, and then I'll, I'll, I'll talk to you, Dr. Carter, about some of the things you want to talk about. But uh, opportunities that, that come about from uh, um, anatomical sciences and, and where it goes from there. Opportunities as... You, you'd said during the break, you said to talk about some of the opportunities that this leads to for students. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I, I certainly think that the uh, anatomy learning experience is not only about gaining knowledge, but it's also about... Mm-hmm learning to be a, a colleague with each other, uh, mm-hmm. learning professionalism and of teamwork and of care. I, I think we hope that our students not only learn information, but they become better humans uh, through this experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Carter, I, I wanted you, because you wanted to mention this, we, we've talked about the cadavers, and we've talked about, and Scott mentioned it, he's, he's right, I have heard this said before, that generally sometimes is a student's first patient, but you said that's a really big thing, and, and uh, you guys could not do what you do uh, without stuff such as that. Yes, we... Um Number one, we we always give thanks to the selfless individuals who make the decision to donate their bodies for medical education. Um, we we couldn't do it without them. And I, I just want to add that um, I when I grew up, I was very squeamish mm-hmm. and um, very scared of of. Uh, I was terrified to go to funerals and all that sort of stuff. But as I uh, got into this area and started to study human anatomy, I I got to the point where all I can see now is the beauty. Mm. Um, and and it's very exciting for me when I see the the bright eyes in the students when they start to see just how beautiful it is. We call it gross anatomy. Um, and it's it's uh, a laboratory that a lot of people don't want to go into. They don't they don't want to see it. But I just want to stress that there is uh, an in- incredible complexity in in beauty. And the other thing that's very special about being able to dissect actual human bodies rather than just learning on a computer is that our students get to see variability. They get to see pathology. Um, they they get to see uh, medical surgical interventions, and that's that's very exciting for them. Uh, there is no just one human anatomy. There's there's a lot of variability in the way that we're structured, and it's very beautiful. Um, and again, I just want to give thanks to. 
the many individuals across the U.S. who donate their bodies so that physicians can learn. Very well said. Dr. Carter, Dr. Pearson, thank you guys so much for coming in. And uh, you did great for your first time. So <laughs> greatly appreciate you guys joining us this morning. Thank you for having us. Wednesday edition of Auburn Opelika this morning comes at you tomorrow. Rivals Wednesday along. We'll continue with the 12 days of Christmas giving as we will give away a gift pack to Wickles Pickles. That's all tomorrow. You guys have a great Tuesday.